the Proverbs of Solomon from LetGodBeTrue.com Proverbs chapter 21 and verse 12 The righteous man wisely considereth the house of the wicked, but God overthroweth the wicked for their wickedness. Hear the words of God in Solomon again. The righteous man wisely considereth the house of the wicked, but God overthroweth the wicked for their wickedness. Good men always win in the end. Though it may appear they are losing at times, they know better, and Almighty God is on their side. The wicked assume they are in control, but the judge of all the earth is committed to destroy them. These are the certain rules of life and eternity. Due to compromise of truth in these perilous times of the last days, this common theme of the Bible is nearly unknown. Can you see the future? Wisdom gives that ability. Do you have wisdom? You should see that many of those who are popular and prosperous now will soon be wiped out. Which ones will be destroyed? God will judge those who openly and proudly live wicked lives. Wisdom includes the discernment and understanding to see God's soon reckoning. Moses wrote about those who sin against the Lord with these words, Be sure your sin will find you out. Wise men know this axiom of God's universe. The more public and profane a sinner, no matter how secure at the time, the more likely his soon demise. Learn to look past the glitter and glib of famous sinners to see their early ruin. Righteous men live disciplined lives, denying lusts that others obey daily. It may shake their faith and resolve to see the wicked prospering in wickedness, but they quickly recover by recalling God's holy justice and vengeance against sinners. They know God is not mocked. A violent reversal of fortune is coming soon. The world adores profane and profligate sinners, especially celebrities in entertainment, athletics, or politics. They have household names. Their every word and move are closely followed. Their pictures are everywhere. They are referred to as stars. They get huge financial contracts. They are welcome anywhere at any time. To their fans and psychophants, they seem invincibly happy and successful. But God is burning in fiery vengeance. Consider a few examples from history. How great is Alexander, his family, or Greece today? Where are the pharaohs? Why is Egypt such a base nation? The once beautiful and powerful cities and kingdoms of Babylon and Tyre are ruins compared to what they were when living wickedly. They had a great reversal of fortune. Can you even find today the Hittites, Amorites, Ammonites, Philistines, Moabites, or Edomites? Consider a few more recent examples. By Bible definitions of wickedness, which are strange and extreme, to even religious people in this ignorant and effeminate generation, 
Can you recall these lives that were cut off short without sentimentality corrupting the view? What do you think about Elvis Presley, the babe, Marilyn, John Lennon, Lennon himself, Errol, Jimmy, James Dean, Jim Morrison, MLK, Princess Diana, JFK, Al Capone, Eva Braun, MJ, Bonnie and Clyde, Keith Moon, Kurt Cobain, Amy Winehouse, and so forth. Do you know the average life expectancy of rappers is around 27, and that of rockers not many years longer? God is not mocked. They cannot live the public lives of excess that they do and get away with it. God is on his throne laughing at them. Righteous men learn to consider such persons wisely, and they foresee their bitter end. The humble righteous, the children and friends of God, know divine fury is held back by God's long-suffering. They know he holds back judgment for the wicked to commit greater sins and earn even greater judgment. The longer God waits, the hotter the fire of his holy and jealous wrath. If you do not know this dreadful and terrible God, you need to start reading the Bible. If you read the Bible but do not know this, then you need a new preacher. What is the lesson of the proverb? Wise men learn God's horrible fury is coming on the wicked, so there is no cause or reason to envy them. They consider the great reversal of fortune that is coming in this world and the next. They know it is better to be the beggar Lazarus than the rich man living luxuriously. Do you know this rule? Why is there a disjunctive connecting the two clauses of this proverb? The righteous man shows his wisdom by not being moved by the short-term prosperity and success of the wicked. Though the wicked man looks happy and secure now, God is just about to throw him down. The but, connecting the two clauses, indicates that God's overthrow of the wicked is contrary to all appearances. The life of the righteous is win-win. God blesses them in this world, and then he gives them eternal life in the next world. The blatantly wicked are chased by numerous evils in this life, and then they are cast into the lake of fire for eternity. Even if the righteous sacrifice things now, God rewards them one hundredfold more with those things, even in this life. Do not envy the wicked. Do not live like them. Never be a hypocrite by trusting this proverb while living sinfully yourself. Look past the world's flattering lies. Reject their rosy tales of popularity and wealth. See a holy and jealous God coming in vengeance on those who defy Him and His word. Believe it is coming. Pray for it. Rejoice in it. Amen.